Hades is love. Lucas posed a question on Monday when he asked me if I loved him more than God. Just between us, I really, really love him more than God. And I know I'm not supposed to. And and I, and I do fear God, not, not to run from him, but to run to him. And so the answer scared me because we're not supposed to love anything or anyone more than our children. But, but I just love him. Pastor Steve Ferrick says that the prize isn't supposed to be what we gain. The prize isn't supposed to be what we work for. It's supposed to be God. But if we're in our own authenticity and our own truth, the prize has always been them. Especially Lucas without him all those years. And um, I went on a journey of self-discovery. I began conscious writing. I don't like not having answers to my children's questions. I don't like lying to myself, and I, especially to myself. You know, I hate when I have to lie to myself. But Lucas is fearless. I guess when you don't have your mother with you at such a young age, for three years, you become fearless. You almost lose your the innocence, the the fear. The, you're supposed to fear things when you're little. Be curious about them, and um. But can you be curious and fearless at the same time? Yes, they go together. Curiosity killed the cat, you know, they say. But can you be curious and and, and um, afraid at the same time? Lucas isn't afraid to be curious. that fearless and I don't think it's killed him I think that nothing could kill him and nothing will kill him in Jesus name I have to say that and it's true um, I have to offer him protection whenever I feel that any negative anything comment words anything that the devil can hear it's just my own beliefs and it's not because it's something that I learned it's something that I feel and I always hashtag do you feel that so curiosity could fill the, kill the cat, but curiosity could also bring about answers that you once didn't know. And sometimes we have to gamble. You have to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. And I think that Lucas has a pretty good balance of this. I think that for a seven-year-old, he has a lot more insight than most adults. And they say you shouldn't be too adult with your children talk to adults then but let me tell you this whenever I'm an, and I'm going to be very vulnerable here whenever I've been in the DFS office at times with my son Noah they're tapping on the window and it gets on my nerves so bad or it did like get away from the window why don't you just come sit beside me and have a little chat like first and foremost I'm a mother first I didn't lose my kids none of them got taken from me except from by myself I have a job as a mother, and that is to protect my children, even if it's from me. And so this lady would come in and sit down, and and she would make me feel like I wasn't good enough to know the difference of uh, what to say to my children and whatnot. But at that point, Noah was over the age of 10, and 10 years with me 
alone, keeping him alive, you're going to tell me that I don't know. I don't know some things. Like, I don't know what to say. I do know this, and, I, and I'll stand on it. And for you, it might be different. But for myself and my children my family, when you have 10 years of chaos, or not just straight chaos, but yeah, pretty much. Let's just be real. 10 years of instability, chaos, stress. And, and not all of the 10 years were that way. But, you know, some of it, most of it, you, you kind of need to do a damage control. So, um, well, example. I'll use my own vulnerability again. I used to work at Camp Avery in a juvenile detention center. And um, this is just shows that we're all human. This is why what separates us from God. God does not err or make mistakes, but we as humans, we do. And that's why we really got to put our, our trust in him and give him control. And, and, and I believe that you have to say that. God and angels cannot intervene. And I firmly believe this. Unless you give them permission. What I would tell people to say and what I like to say and what I have said. And I just learned this last year is. <coughs> is I give you permission to work for your will and good. In my life. If thy will be done. It's, it's written. It is written. And um, so I'm going to say this three times and I like to say things three times and then so it, and so it is. And I learned that from Patricia, from um, she, uh, Patricia 1111, she does tarot. And I know people hear tarot and I know you're, if you're a Christian, you're instantly, I don't know this for a fact, but most of you, if you're Christians, instantly your gut hurts like, oh, that's evil. It's bad. Here's where I'm going to share some of my beliefs. And, and here's what I really do believe before I even say this. I think that I'm right. And I think that you're right too. I want you to say that again and listen to me again. Say it out loud and hear me what I'm saying. I think that you're right. And I think that I'm right. That's what both. You can have both. You can be right. And I can be right. Imagine that. (laughs) Now, every time you think of your belief systems in your mind and your heart, I want you to give the possibility to it that someone's views may differ from yours, but that doesn't make them wrong. But for them, they may be right. With that being said, I told that lady, or I was, I'm not, I didn't tell that lady. I, I, I told a child in my human errors I don't even want to say it, but I will. Because I'm human. Oh my God, this sounds so terrible. This is very hard for me to be vulnerable. This is like one of the hardest things. This podcast this year is about me just being vulnerable. And um, you got to be careful what you share. You do. But this is my podcast and this is where I choose to share it. And um, and if it helps one person, then I'm going to risk I'll take the risk of, of someone hurting me using what I'm about to say if it helps somebody else. So I will take that hurt on if it means that one other person uses it to help themselves. And because I learned a long time ago that, and this was in regards to sobriety, in order to, um, to succeed at some things, I don't even know how I, I found this conclusion, but 
We have to make our goals sacred. Children. Children are sacred to me. Why why is that? God, I wish I could get my resource of credit because I really wish I could remember this. But who or what I learned it from or maybe I felt that I will never know. I think that I um let me think back. Elevation Church, I believe, possibly. Anyways, yeah. Um, Stephen Ferrick. <clears throat> I made or actually I might have also learned it from gosh, I don't know their names, but I just get these emails from angels, I call it. (laughs) I'm serious. Well, because I don't see them anymore. But one day, two years ago, or a year ago, uh, over a year ago, over two years ago, I I, I got an email randomly at the wee hours of me and my awakeness. And I, um, it's 5.55, that's no (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, it's like it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm super emotional this morning. You guys just shared a really genuine moment with me. Because angel numbers, I've said this in my last podcast, are uh, very powerful for me. And I woke up this morning. And um, just want to do this podcast. Because I've been pondering on the thought about the Lucas's question and the love. I've been doing it for days, just thinking about it. But uh, I just looked at the clock and it was 5.55. Son, one second. My son Noah was five pounds, five ounces, and his dad, when he was born, was kind of stoned. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying, but but I'll never forget when he was born in that moment. The doctor said he weighs five pounds, five ounces, and his dad said five, 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 five. Five, five, five. Just it's on video, just in the funniest way, and I'll never forget it. And so when I see five, 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 it's no, and I miss him so much. Okay, so sorry. Now it's way too early in the morning to be crying like this, but anyways. And I also speaking of Noah, or not speaking of Noah. See, I just wanted to speak of Noah. I just love you, son. I love you so much. I'll never ever love you. If you ever hear this someday, when you do, when you hear this someday, I confess it and claim it that you will. You'll know how very loved you were, son, and are, and have always been loved, and will always be loved. You are not abandoned or alone. You are my love and my sacred sacrifice and goal. I make my sacrifices for you, my sacred goal, and that that leads me to that. Where are we going with that? They said that you have to make a goal sacred. Ooh, for um, because when you make a goal sacred, what do you do? Things are sacred. God is sacred. And um, back in the in the days of the Bible, you know, Old Testament things, they uh, they made sacrifices. You know, they sacrificed things. 
I don't know, it's cows and goats and sheep and lambs. Uh, and now it could be, it sounds so, so silly, but, it, or is it silly? Maybe it's a lot easier to sacrifice a goat, no offense to them, or a something for, for that, like that, of that nature that is outside of themselves uh, for their sacred goal or something they consider sacred God. And, um, but sobriety for me and many others in the world is not easy. But but we don't do what's easy. What's difficult is is what brings we when we push through and do what's difficult. That's the path that we need to take. The things that are more difficult, you you pose yourself questions. And this may not always be the case, but I would think, unless I find a place in my mind when I'm thinking that way, what where it wouldn't be the case. For right now, I'm telling you that. Generally, uh, an idea for discernment is, um, is it, if it, what's difficult, what's easy. You, you might want to take the diff, more difficult path. Uh, we have to burn the field for regrowth, you know? And um, also, uh, for discernment as well, does it bring negativity or confusion? It might not be from God. We say that, but then I feel like I contradict myself because we have to burn the field for regrowth, right? Well, like we consider the burning in life of things that are, that are gone away to be negative. But that's perception, and everything is perception, which is why I said I might be right and you might be right. It, we're perceiving it as negative, but is, is God perceiving it as negative, or is he perceiving it as this is, this is how it has to be? This is the only way. Um, and so, by the way, there's a blizzard outside. I'm going back to this. I looked at my door and I, I just want to bring this up. The dogs had to pee. I woke up to let them pee. They're, <laughs> they're so cute. Remy has her hand on his head. And I just woke up. It was my dog just loving on me. Remy, he's just a lover. Oh my God. She's so loving. He woke me up. He's just, just right there. Like my, as soon as I wake up, I awaken because of my dogs this love in my face and and then I think back to Novalee how she always wants me to cuddle with her and I, and I am unable to be there right now because of my car and so I'm going to energetically have a moment of silence and send my kids this love that I feel times seven tenfold um, from God sending it so if you have a moment of silence I just want to send this to my kids it was just 14, 55 minutes 14 minutes and 55 seconds into this podcast 55 um and i was decided to send my kids this love so i'm gonna send my kids this love for a minute starting now
And so it is. It's awesome. I bet you they're waking up just like moving around. They're feeling this glow. And oh yes, the present love light sent to them. That would be kind of like Reiki. I don't know that there's a right or wrong. I've never studied Reiki, but I'm assuming with my hands out the way I have them, my eyes closing, and my attentions and thoughts only on them, sending them love. I believe that I've done that. That I learned that um, for myself in Shavasana, which is a yoga. Um, they would say this is what well, we do say this is Shavasana. It's a reset after a practice, um, resetting our minds and bodies for the next practice or day, and um, just resting and rejuvenating and, and course pose. And I want to stay focused, but gosh, that is a topic I want to talk to you about that that day in Shavasana. But, but uh, I would like to get back focused on what we were talking about. So I make my, my children my sacred goals. So I sacrifice my old life and, and, and things and drugs and substances uh, so that I can, I can reach and attain my goals, my children. And like I said, we're all human and we make mistakes and that imperfection is only given was only given and is only possessed by, by one and that is God, but but he is inside of us, so we have the ability to perfect things as well. Um in a heavenly way with him who is perfect in us. So though we may not get it right the first time, second time, third time if you intend to and you truly want it you will make it happen with perfection so i do think perfection does exist in humans because if god is in you or your higher power or whatever you want to perceive that holy spirit feeling and and the holy spirit you can call it what you want. It's the same thing that I'm calling it. We just label it different. And that's my belief. And if you don't believe that, well, you're allowed to not believe it. I'm not even mad at you. So if I'm not mad at you for your beliefs, please don't be mad at me for mine. If you are, I don't care. <laughs> Let's be real. All right. I care enough for that I want you to be happy and loved, though, either way, even if you don't agree or even if you are not happy with my beliefs and you don't like them I still want you to feel love and light no matter what even if the love and light that you feel is not directed at me because that's what love is love is wanting someone happy even if you're not part of their happiness and that's what God does for us he loves us whether we believe in him or not he loves us whether he's part of our happiness or not children learn what they live and I learned that because I've lived it with God you shouldn't have to be deserving of someone's love it shouldn't be on conditions whether you're cared for or nurtured for and that's the difference that I want to bring to this world a lot of people almost everybody and everything including myself we all set these dang conditions and, and intentions for which intentions are good but I mean I like when someone does for me without any intentions, especially as a woman, especially with my life in the past. And it's like, if you just want people to do for you just because they would. You don't want to have labels and conditions, especially when, when you're known for bad in love. Mm-mm. 
You can't blame me for trying. You know I'd be lying, say I'm bad in love. Yeah, Halsey, you're welcome. Uh. Okay. Stay focused and we'll on our path. I'm going to read what brought this podcast on. So, the journey of self-discovery and the journey to love, the journey to the truth, my truth. This is my truth. So, Lucas, mom, do you love me more than, um, do you love me more than God? Uh, gosh, I hated telling him no, but I, and I lied to my son. No, I, I love God more. God, and, and, and you know, I would hope that how bad that hurt me to say that because I didn't even believe it and I don't believe it now and I know it's not true, but, and, and it hurt him and I hate hurting him. And then I said, we're supposed to love God more because I just watched a sermon and, and I'm not, I'm not bashing Stephen Farrick. I'm not, I promise. But uh, I just think everything's supposed to, I had to go study with him for myself because I would, I want to be honest. And, 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 you know, I've been so, till, till just this week, till Lucas taught me this, just like Noah taught me what, oh, what, um, What's the word he taught me? He taught me integrity. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. My kids, your kids teach you things. Uh, we are meant to grow with our kids. Uh, they do we raise them or do they raise us? Because that for myself, I know, and I'm not the only one that I feel that my kids have raised me. I've grown with them. Um, when you have kids young, or if you're underdevelopmentally, as I have been or was, not I'm not. That's not. Let's just say this right. I was definitely underdevelopmentally, and I'll explain that in another thing, but. I had to grow up with my kids. I, that's how I learned. That's how they learn by loving and doing. And I, some of us learn by seeing and watching. Some of us learn by doing. I'm a, I have to learn hands-on. Some might call that the hard way. Which, shout out to my family, the Tomiers. Raise your hands if you're a Tomier and you learn things the hard way. <laughs> that's our path, isn't it, guys? I would love to see a Tomier that does not like to learn things the hard way. I don't... Do we exist? Are those, is, that existent? is that just it's our nature? Which brings me to one more thing. Romans 7, 18. For it is my human nature. I want to do what is right, but I cannot carry it out. And that is in the uh, Celebrate Recovery book. And I've never felt a scripture ever in life that resonated more with me in that moment than that one. I mean, and that, that scripture, it doesn't, it does not give you permission to be out here. Just, that is not a pass to get high and and quote scripture. It is not. God never intended for you to put poisons in your body. Okay. He does not want you. He's not going to, what do you think? God's going to just only protect you. You're the only one that's not going to die from drugs. The only one. Like, it's not going to hurt you. He's putting water in you. For everybody else, it's a toxin. For you, it's water. I really I really believe that. Oh, that's great. Anyways, that scripture takes us back to, so let's say it again. Romans 7, 18. For it is my human nature. I want to do his right, but I cannot carry it out. It's not a pass to be an ass. What it is is telling you that it is in his, your human nature. You need him, which gives me to my story. Dear children, this is, I wrote this 2 1 22. 
all the way through today. My dogs are going crazy. Just ignore them. Hey. Hey, that's enough. Settle down. Come up here and lay down. Thank you. See that? Yeah, 22. It's 24 minutes and 22 seconds, and I'm just saying. Hey, set, we're not doing that. It's too early. Mommy has not had coffee. Remy and Rummy. Hey. Get up here and lay down. Now. Now, thank you, good boy. Now, lay down. I love you. Lay down. Lay down and be still. Or I am God. No, I'm just kidding. That's not funny. I'm not God, but, you know, that's funny. Okay, dear children. <clears throat> Lucas, you pondered on a good point when you asked me if I loved you more than God. I answered reluctantly. I answered God because he gave me you. I couldn't seem to put into words what my heart wanted to say. Yes, for once I was speechless. So between, actually I wrote, started writing this on the 31st, January 31st, 2022 and 2-1-2022, in the midnight hours I sat in stillness searching for the answer. I read from my astrology app and I pondered on Bible verses and I listened to the blessing song. I listened to the blessing and I came to a conclusion. You must love God more because of this verse. Romans 7:18. For it is in my human nature, sinful nature, I want to do what is right, but I cannot carry it out. You see, we are sinful by nature, humans. In this body, we are made to error and make mistakes. God, well, he doesn't make mistakes. That brings me to this real quick. God does not make mistakes. What God brings together, no man can separate. It's a Bible verse. I'm not going to go look up which one it is right now. That would take up too much time. Go find it. Hey, don't, I really do not believe that he is just talking about marriage. I think he's talking about being a parent. He doesn't make mistakes. And what he brings together, no man can separate. And that even goes for adoption. So if you're not biologically a parent, but he brought that together, no man can separate that. Biologically, if you have children and, and people making you feel like I have made made to feel that I'm not good enough to be a mother, no man can separate that. Lucas and I and Novali and Noah have proven that. What God brings together, no man can separate. Again, it was 22 seconds in. Do a 26-minute thing as I was saying that. I'm just saying synchronicities. Ready? Genesis 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with promise, which I will read those promises soon. Now, I know the importance of this because you, Lucas, are a rainbow baby. They call you that because you are the rainbow after a storm. Or, in literal terms, you are the baby in joy following a miscarriage and grief. I never intended to treat my mother, your grandmother, well. This is going to be very honest, and I don't know that I will share this with her, because I am not going to not do my podcast the way I want to, because it will hurt her. I am telling my truth, and I, I, if you guys think that this is disrespectful to my mom, then think that. But I know, for myself, I need to be authentic, and this is the only way. I never intended to treat my mother, your grandmother, well. I did not do not like her. I hated her. I choose not to hate her now. I choose not to hate her now. She would say, I choose to forgive rather than I forgive. So I choose to not hate her. Now, rather than lie and say, I don't, I choose to not hate her. I pray for God to remove my hate. I will add that to that because I don't want to. Maybe I don't hate her. Maybe I hate, oh, it's 622 on the clock. Weird. Now it's actually 6.14 on my phone, but I'm just saying I set my phone back so that I could be on time to things. And it's 6.22, I'm just saying. Lucas was 6.22. Okay, anyway, you get the idea. I don't want to hate my mom. Maybe I hate the way my mom made me feel. Everything's perception. You make the determination. 
feel free to offer me some healing there. Um, God loves honesty, even if it's something we assume he would be disappointed in us for. 22 seconds again when I say One day I took my power back. I listened to take, talking to Jesus by Elevation Church, and it reminded me of my mom and grandpa Stober, Carl George Stober. They talk to Jesus all the time out loud. Yes, my mom loves God, so she says. That isn't my business. I believe wholeheartedly that she does love God. I think that she loves what her perception is or what she thinks it should be. Maybe she loves herself and God is love. God is us. God is ourselves. I don't know. There's something you guys can ponder on as well. Why am I elaborating? I be, Here, I'll tell you why I'm elaborating. Why am I explaining myself? Why am I going outside of what I'm reading? That is part of my mental illness and, and part of my insecurity is part of what I'm working through to heal so maybe you can help me I have to explain things because I instantly am panicked and feel it in my chest that I'm worried about what you guys are thinking let's continue I still have a hard time finding love in my heart for her but you see whenever you find love in your heart for something like my love for you Lucas and kids it spread Noah Noli, it spreads love outwardly to dark places and I put in parentheses my mom. And now I'm not going to explain for once. I didn't even mean to. I was and will always be so grateful to have seen your picture that Aunt Sherry, my Aunt Sherry Tomier, Quibido, showed me found by my mom. It hurt because much like God turned his face away from his son Jesus, I turned my face away from you for the same reason he did. Because it hurt me to see you hurting. Whenever Jesus cried out to God after three days, God took his son and saved him after he turned his face back to him. Whenever your heart cried out to me three years later, Lucas, God used darkness, my mom in front of these again, to help me hear you and turn my face back to you. My promise. Whenever I saw the photo and heard talking to Jesus, I began talking to my mom. I gave her grace because grace was shown to you. Shown to me. Grace was shown to me. And keeping me alive. Romans 7.18 For it is in my sinful nature, say again. I want to do what is right, but I cannot carry it out. I cried out to God to help because that's what we were supposed to do. And just like when Jesus was on the cross three days later, he answered me. The missionaries called me as I was crying out to him to help me. And when your heart began speaking to God and the universe without you even knowing, three years later, three years later, much like the three days, I turned my my face back to you. When the missionaries called me in that moment, I'm going to add this. Um, I told them I was mad at God. Like, he could sacrifice his son. I don't want to sacrifice my son. I don't want my son to hurt. Like, he's caring about everybody else. But care about your son. Like, he's your son. Like, who cares about them? Like, I want to care about my son. But but then they said, have you ever heard of the atonement? I'm including this. This is not what I wrote down. I just have to. Have you ever heard of the atonement? And I said, no. What is that? Christians, and, and not being negative, they emphasize the cross. It's, yes, the cross is, yes, he died on the cross. I absolutely believe that. And, and even if you don't believe that, that's okay. I swear it's okay. And you're probably right too. In your own, whatever. God speaks to you the way he speaks to you. With that being said. 
I said, no, I had not. He told me a story about how Jesus told his, and I know that this might sound familiar to you. Or I don't know that, but hopefully it sounds familiar to you. God told his disciples to sit outside, keep watch, don't fall asleep, stay right here. I'm going to go in and talk to God, my father. Obviously, many times they, they were not watching. <laughs> he could have so feel God, like his frustration. Like he's coming out here. He's like trying to, like, hey, I'm dying for you. Can you think you could stay awake? Like for real? Like, Ugh! and God felt that frustration. Jesus felt that. I know he did. I know he did. And, and I also, brings me back to a belief. I'm just going to say this. And I love if you would please inform me or, or, but please inform me from a place of, um, wonder and curiosity and, um, insight as well, more than a place of just letting me have it and knowing that you're right and I'm wrong. Okay. So just come to a place of understanding each other and offering insight rather than coming defensively and going, Ooh, I love God. And this is how it is. Um, he would rather you come with love and wonder and curiosity and, and insight and, and offerings rather than to be so, so uh, negative. Uh, if it's negative, it doesn't come from God. <laughs> but then I said it might, right? It's a perception. What you perceive as negative might not be negative. Anyways, back to the focus. I turn back to you. So Jesus is in this area. This is off of off the record. Or this is a long podcast, but this is this is the only way. And he he's telling God, "I'm scared. I don't want to die on the cross. Like that's gonna hurt. People are gonna be mean to me. I don't want to do it. I'm scared. I'm crying because I feel it, dude. I feel it. And it really when they said that the missionaries that." Latter-day Saints, the elders, um, Landon Nielsen. I don't want to say names because I'll leave all you guys out. And you guys know you guys are one to me. They know. The missionaries. It's just the missionaries. But you guys, Jacob, Sweeney, you guys are all separate to me. And I love you all. I'm just not going to go naming everybody. But I know and love you and see you. Just so you know. And thank you for this moment, by the way. I had put a prayer request on the internet randomly. <laughs> and guess who calls me? I gave my testimony at the church recently, and no, I have not converted to Latter-day Saints, Saints, because you can love them and not be a Latter-day Saint. Did you know that? You can speak to them every day. You can even go to their church if you want. Did you know that? You can do these things. I know. They let you. You guys are awesome. Whenever I think of the image of God, though my name means made in the image of God, when if you, if I, out of every person, party, anything that I've ever met besides, besides my children because obviously I look at God and see his face or I look at them and see God's face um, but people that I, I don't know if I think of what the image of God is I think of the latter day saints do you know how much they love you they're not just going out here telling you to do this and this because they want to be right they're doing it because they really believe and care and they love you that's awesome I don't think the Church of Latter-day Saints is wrong at all. I just haven't converted. I don't do well conforming or converting. I just am a rebellious Aquarius. It is what it is. I should only show you the Capricorn rising side of me, which is focus-driven and work-related. There are sides of me that you don't need to see right now. That's none of your business. <laughs> Anyways, this is awfully early to be doing this about coffee, but, you know, I got my Dr. Pepper. 
and then I'm probably gonna go back to sleep. But this is just an awakening moment I'm sharing with you, and I don't. Okay, I'm just gonna say my truth. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you're wondering uh, if I slept last night. I did. I don't care if you think that I'm high, cause I'm not. I don't. I don't care. I'm not gonna care about these things anymore. That's me. That's my insecurity. I don't even think any of you guys are thinking that. That's me knowing my past and, and and carrying it with me into this present moment and using it to hinder me and what I'm trying the message that I'm trying to tell you. And right now I'm gonna take a moment of silence for myself and gather myself and let the devil know that he has no place here, then I will stay focused and not bring those lies into my mind because I know that they are negative and confusing and coming from him, Satan. And I rebuke him in Jesus' name. And I'm gonna take it just a minute or less of silence to come into my truth lose the insecurity shed it and come back and focus again he will never leave you nor forsake you Hebrews 13 5 mommy is only human my children I have left you I have painfully admitted that it's not because I didn't love you it's because I didn't love me I wanted to protect you from me. 22 seconds into a 37-minute podcast, I'm just saying. I was wrong for that, and I'm sorry. We may not get lost time back, but we get eternity with new beginnings and no obstacles. And I, I said that because of Ganapatiye. He's the river of obstacles and simple with new beginnings. Symbolic. Symbolic for me, not worship him. I always, even in my sinful nature, loved God first. I always, even in my seminar, loved God first, and I didn't even know it. And I didn't even know it. My heart did. Our hearts know all the answers, so listen to your heart. Because God lives inside of you. I paused because I said that, and I was like, is that true? Okay, now I get what I was saying. I said, I always, even when I was in my sinful nature, thinking I didn't, deep within, loved God first. And I didn't know it. My heart did. Our hearts know all the answers. So listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. When he's calling for you. Listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. I don't know where you're going. And I don't know why. But listen to your heart. Before you tell him goodbye. You're welcome for that. You know, I could have cleared my throat, but I was singing, okay? This is... I must stay focused. If you don't like the way I do my podcast, I guess... uh, No, I think you do. I think I just don't like the way I do my podcast. And I think you think... Because I think you won't like the way I do it. Because it's scattered and that's just how my brain is at this moment. But God is healing that and we'll fix that. And we will see that in the progression of my podcast, will we not? Focused back to, yes, my heart did. Our hearts know all the answers. So listen to your heart because God lives inside of you. When he turns his face, when we turn his face, when he turns his face upon us, we reflect it near him. Lucas, the Bible verse said, if we honor and obey parents in this fifth commandment, he has a promise for us. I began sharing kindness, showing kindness to my mom. And here you are, my rainbow, I promise. I didn't have to be. I'm reading, hold on. I have to worse hand right, but they say that means you're smarter. I didn't have to be around her. 
but I always must treat her and love her the best that I can as a human. We love God first because he's not a human. He doesn't make mistakes. He loves us. He lives in us. He can do what we cannot. We are magical, Lucas, because Lucas said he was magical and is keeping tornadoes away, and he is. We are magical, Lucas, as you said last night. What makes us magical is he who lives in us. He lives in you. He lives in me and everyone who only must believe. He is where our heart is, which is what my daughter was named after the movie. And her name is Emily. Our heart is our innermost, our innermost desires. He lives there, creating magic, and he guides you always to whatever your heart needs and wants. Without him, our sinful nature, mommies, wouldn't have been enough to get to you on my own. Mommy could not have got to you on her own. That's why we must love God first. One of the reasons. With him, with God, you get your mommy. God is the control tower our heart sends information to in order to direct what we love to us much as the airplanes are directed to the airport from the control tower. We first need him so we all only have to believe and then he makes sure he hears your cries that mommy couldn't hear with her human ears. God is love. God is us. We are one. So, um, I love God. I love you to God and back. And I will chant so, um, because that's universal. We are one. So, my babies I love you to God and back and I dedicate you to he who hears our cries and lives inside where your heart is this is the ending of our love story I said and the beginning of our lives but I continued writing we don't love more or more or more or somebody more or more than them or more we just love but they Lucas but or hold on a second when I look at Lucas, when I look at you, I feel better than I ever have. And Noah, and no belief. I love you all the same. 44 seconds in, see? Um, I, I feel better than I ever have when I look at you all. Do you feel that? I always hashtag that. It's the Holy Spirit. Do you feel that? I see God's face when I see all of you. When I look at all of you, I see God's face. God will love us and reveal himself to us. John 14, 21. He loves you and will show you himself to you. These are his promises. That was the first one. God will love us and reveal himself to us. John 14, 21. He loves you and will show himself to you. God will dwell in us. John 14, 23. He lives in our hearts. The Holy Spirit. We will abide in God's love and our joy will be full. John 15, 1. Joyfulness is yours, saith the Lord. He will know that, that wait, he will know that they are loved and love God. John 2, 3, and 5. I might have said that wrong. He will know that they are loved and love God. He will know love and know that, he will know that you are love and love God. So he will know that you are love and they will love God. I believe that's what it says. You could correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, 55 seconds in, just saying. <laughs> John 2, 3, 5, and John 14, 15. He per- perfects our human ways to be affected 
is love. Didn't I say that earlier? What did I say that to be human, we could be perfect because if he's in us, look at that. I didn't even remember. Look, it's 44 minutes in. He perfects our human ways to be perfected. Was his love. Was in his love. He will show, that was John 14, 15. We will show love to God's children. First John 5, 2. I love you and I'm so doing that. That's his pride promise. And I pray that others that have not shown love to children and have no love for children or are harming children or will harm children, I pray that they will show love to God's children instead and replace that in them so that they show love instead of hurt in the future. We will be friends of Christ, John 15, 14. That reminds me of whenever I was in rehab and um, they said, if you were, were to relapse, who would you tell? And we, they went around the room and everybody's telling somebody and I've always felt very alone or, and it's not because I have a horrible family. It's because we're in, and I want my family to know this. Like I know some of my cousins, myself, Oh, I got, I got to hurry because I got 45 minutes in and it's only 60 minutes is the maximum. Anyways, sometimes we feel like that they don't love us. They're, they're loving us the best the way that they know how. Our family has had generations and generations of hurt and I am breaking those curses and I want you to break those curses with me. I cannot do it by myself. We need to break the curses and I want you guys to listen to the song Where Is the Love Today? I think it was uh, Black Eyed Peas. Anyways, continue on so I don't want, this doesn't get cut short. So I said I would tell God if I relapsed. I would tell God. So um, um, I know they thought I was crazy, some of them, but some of them said the same thing. And after I said, yes, I would, I'm with Tiffany, I would tell God. And there's nothing wrong with it. If you only tell God, there's nothing wrong with that. If they say there's something wrong with that, they don't know God. We will be friends of Christ, John 15, 14. Our prayers will be answered. You are my prayer and I yours. I think I added the I yours, or maybe it's not. But that's First John three twenty two. I have three kids. 22 is the verse number. Our prayers will be answered. You are, you are my prayer and I yours. And then it was 11 seconds. So I was saying that, which is one, one. Repetitive numbers, just saying. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's see. Synchronicity. 22nd day of, of May, I saw my child. I was also married on the 22nd day and graduated high school on the 22nd day of May. I have three children. First John 322. Prayers will be answered. You are my prayer and I yours. We will be disciples. John 13, 34 through 35. Hey, uh, hey, missionaries, I see you. We will be disciples, John 13, 34, 35. They will know you are my disciples if you, he, who have love one to, for another. Nobly's teacher said one day, years ago, you are, or one of the teachers in the school, you are one of his. It's on my old Facebook on, um, Tiffers Tom here. Check it out. She saw my love for Novi. I want and pray you are all seen as disciples that you are because of your love and faithfulness to God. Lucas, you are magic. I believe. Indeed, you are magic. I love you. So, um, we are one. But then I continued on today. And, and this is the last part. Here it is. And this is the end of my segment. And it's almost right at 60 minutes. I'm doing good. 2-3-22. February 3rd. That's what I do. I need to go back to sleep after this. Oh. Dear Baby Loves. There's a song. You are my baby love, my baby love, ooh, yeah. You make the sun come up. And that's a song. It's by Nicole singer. And then, of course, I sing this song to my children. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dears, how much I love you.
please don't, please God, don't take my sunshines away. I couldn't wait to meet you all. I thought of you with wonder and curiosity and with more love than you can imagine. The closest we will ever get to God's love is the love that we feel for each other and the love you too will feel for your own children and the way you will probably love me my, and the way you will love your grandchildren or my, your children, my grandchildren someday. I couldn't and wouldn't want to imagine any more life without you. This has been a difficult time for mommy too, as well as you probably even more so. And I'm sorry for that. And yet though difficult, I kept walking towards you. I stopped to sleep. I stopped to rest. God had to carry me some of the way, but I never, ever stopped pushing towards my sacred goals. You are the prize, and I will sacrifice it all for you. Just like God did for all of us. God's gifted prize was him showing us that much love by having us feel his love and presence and grace by living in us. I learned what I lived. Children learn what they live. God is love. You are love. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Hey, Lucas. I do love you more than I love God. I love all of you more than I love God because God is love. He is the love. You are what I do love. God is love. You are loved. God is love. You are loved. God is love. You are what I love. This is the answer. This is my journey to truth. And in the Bible, they say, Tele- I don't know if I'm saying it right. T-E-L-E-L-S-T-A-I. Telesta. It is finished. And so it is. Namaste.